0: Hi, I'm Sierra. And I'm Stefan. We're here to chit
1: chat about the mystical, the magical, and everything in between.
0: This is Mystic Gossip.
1: And we're here to spill the positivity. Spill some tea, Stefan. It's spooky season.
0: It's spooky season. And the teacup is just overflowing.
1: It's overflowing. And it's like flowing into the teacup next to it because the veil is thin. The teacup is thin.
0: (laughs) I feel like we are in this mystical moment when I'm in spooky season. It snuck up on me this year a little bit, but I was getting, speaking about this, I was getting divine reminders. I've been getting the high priestess for about three weeks now. And I think it really is spooky season telling me the veil is thin the veil is thin the veil is thin it's like when you're not seeing the entrance you know and the lights are like illuminating the entrance i feel like (laughs) that's been a little bit what that is it's like the the universe has wanted me to remember that now is the moment to connect
1: yeah yeah and i feel like this episode is going to be a little bit of pulling from other things we've talked about but with this focus on the fact that the veil is thin right now and if you're listening to this at another time that's fine too it's there's always access, but I really do think that in spooky season, meaning in this period of really Scorpio season, I'll bring my astrology into it, the veil Ooh. is the thinnest and it. we are currently, <laughs> we're currently recording this on Halloween. So you guys on Samhain, you know, so the witch's new year, you guys are really getting the <laughs> the true spirit through us right now, whenever you're listening to this, because we are in the the thinnest veil moment when we are... <laughs> chatting this out but i really do feel like during spooky season during this you know halloweeny time samhain time during you know the nights getting darker and All of that just autumnal, like things are, things are changing and transitioning. Transformation's been a huge theme for me recently. I think that spooky season time is just so, it feels like static electricity to me. That's the best way that I can explain spooky season. Hmm. Feeling is this like, there's something that's not, you can't see it, but there's something a little bit extra charged. And every once in a while you get just like a bam insight from it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I think that um, when you pay attention to it, it's things flow a little more easily. Yeah. Is that right to say dreams come a little more easily, even our pre podcast to this podcast? I mean, Sierra and I were like, literally in each other's minds. And it
1: was
0: weird. It was weird. It was like psychic divine moments where I was like, I'm thinking this thing, but I don't think that's relevant. And then Sierra would open her mouth and I'd be like, it's totally relevant. It's exactly what she just said. And we were doing that a lot. And so I think that's the high priestess. That's the high priestess in tarot. It's this ability to see beyond the veil, you know, in this very, you know, and if you, if this was alive right now, you would see Sierra and I in our Halloween finest. and We we are in our
1: Halloween finest.
0: Yes. We've got sparkles and skulls and cats and cauldrons and <laughs> beautiful things. And I think that it's also, you know, it is a chance to celebrate your inner uh witch. Yeah. And I'm I mean, we love we love the inner witch. And I think it's really important to share that part of you that's that that is the high priestess, that is the, you know, that is the high priestess, that is the magician. That is yeah. the divine interpreter. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. divine the interpreter. The
1: divine interpreter. I mean, even though we're two weeks, you know, after Halloween, essentially, and, you know, this is coming out on this Scorpio new moon, it's just so potent for this transformative and, you know, thin veil, spooky season energy, which I really feel like I carry through almost through January I, I know right. that like we get into Yule, we get into the, you know, the, the more warmth that comes from like the wintry time. But right now it's like, we're still in this beautiful moment of being excited about things dying, which sounds weird to say, Ooh. but like, do you know what I mean? There's just like this, yes. we are transforming into something new and these leaves on the ground are going to disintegrate and then they're going to become fertilizer for the, you know, like it's just this, Yeah.
0: You're getting excited. I'm getting excited (laughs) because we literally had this conversation. I just came back from a trip and we were in Latvia and it was like fall foliage like you've never seen before and also in Poland. And it was just like yellow everywhere. And we had this conversation about trees and someone said to me, isn't it weird that we're basically celebrating them like dying? And then my other friend said, no, but they, it's self-imposed because they have to transform
1: they mm, they oh like, like they go
0: through this transformation. I know she's like oh yeah. we, they <laughs> they go they choose to shed all of their their like covering because they need to go into a period of dormancy to survive and to go in to to suck their energy in wood.
1: You know. And
0: they they uh, can't produce that shit and I was like whoa. And then my friend was like, what would it be like if we had to shed our hair every fall? And I was like, okay, well, that's, <laughs> that's <enough."
1: laughs> We're going to bring vanity there and no, thank you. But
0: <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to buy a hat. That's what's happening.
1: Um... <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this is so, so on point. And it's also wild because we haven't, caught up in a hot minute because we have both been traveling i was in the united states for over a month and you were on a big trip and yeah exactly we just (laughs) we changed continents we swapped continents and (laughs) through my u.s time i had a crazy i guess you know we'll talk we'll mention synchronicities in a minute here but the the symbol that kept coming up for me was snakes and Ooh, I am not perfect. a snake person. I have never been a snake person. I'm not like an anti snake person. If one in, if I see one in the public, I'm going to be very afraid. But like, you know, if it was in a cave, you know, like it's its environment, I'm like, okay, you do your thing, snake, and we're good. But I have been like, I would say the past, really the past six months, there's been a little hint of snake imagery coming up. And I just had this feeling I'm like, snake imagery, snakes it's coming up for me soon. And it was like, should I buy that necklace with the snake? No, doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And, you know, is that for me right now? Not for right now, but it's coming up. And when I was in the United States for like this whole beginning of spooky season, autumnal debut, you know, I had it like really come up for me. I actually saw a snake when I was on a hike. I had um, like a lot of snake jewelry did come up and was presented to me. And also this, I'm going to show it to you because it's just stunning because I'm wearing it literally right Oh, now. It's,
0: beautiful. It's
1: this snake bracelet. I got to go to Salem when I was in the United States and I got this beautiful snake bracelet and it's created by this local artist and she uses antique pieces to make modern, you know, art. And it's got this beautiful, beautiful snake on it. And when I was buying it, the lady there was like, have you been called to work with uh, any, you know, transformation goddesses recently like Hecate or, and I was like, not yet but perhaps this is my first sign of it you know and so then um i it's just it's just been coming up and this idea of transformation so i get back to my home in france and i pull a Oracle card. I pull a self-care Oracle card and then another Oracle card like every day that I sit at my desk after I've already done my morning pulls. It's just for me, it kind of like recentering for work day time. And the last card that I had pulled before I left for the United States was still up on my shelf and it was transformation. And I oh. was like, holy shit. It just, and it had like a butterfly imagery on it. It was like this lady with this butterfly. It was beautiful, but it was like, wow, I went through a transformation Being home. And I think I've been going through a mega transformation recently. And I think the thing about spooky season and the veil being thin is that the answers, oh my God, I've got goosebumps everywhere. The answers as to why and the deep understanding behind it. I feel like the answers are coming so much faster and clearer and more purposeful because yes. there's nothing blocking it. If you think of like, I don't know, like when my my parents live in the middle of nowhere and the service is better in the winter because there's not as many leaves on the trees, literally, <laughs> like that's how it works. And, and I'm thinking like right now with the way like everything is dying and transforming and we're in this moment of, you know, releasing for sure. And I mean, Scorpio is all about transformation. There's not as much much there's not as much stuff getting in the way of the messages being transmitted
0: I love that and it's a quieter time it, yes. on earth it's a quieter time yes like that actually struck me in Europe because I was in a small town and it was like Riga is a medieval town really it's like most of the buildings are from like the 1400s and old That's town wild. is just this beautiful you really feel like you've been transported yeah. um and it's dead you know, I've been there in summer. This was a great contrast. I've been there in summer. The festivals are people on the street, the sun's out, people are running around. And in winter, it's like shut. I mean, there's things going on, but it's silent. You go to sleep and it's silent. And it's like living in a city like New York, that's always on. When you're in those places, you really notice the seasonality of the year. Yes. And the earth is a quieter place right now. Literally. It's just yeah. it's just on the Northern hemisphere, at least. It's a quieter place. And um. And I think it's interesting that you said the card because I'm realizing through you that I also had um, a card up before I went on my holiday. And last night I noticed that it was still there and I was like, oh, right. And it was a mediumship card and it said thought power, thought power. And it talks about the power of thought as divination and what gets us back to what we're talking about. And it's funny because I just now hearing you speak about your card was like, oh my God, I really on my trip have been understanding the power of my ability to be, what did I say earlier? A divine interpreter. And I think that that the act of divination is how air sign is this? (laughs) such an air sign perspective the act of divination is the act of being the divine translator the divine interpreter you are picking up you're the uh, what's that uh you know the call center like the old-fashioned yeah please transferring you operator operator thank you that's the one um it's you're that person who's like picking up what the divine is putting down picking up what the higher self is putting down picking up what it is being put down from
1: another place. An eventual t shirt. Are you picking up what the divine is putting down? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And then you translate it. And the thing is, everyone has different skills. Now, I've learned about myself through the power of this thought divination that there are people who are psychics that are not translators, who are seeing very clear images, who are hearing words in their ears, who are getting, who are getting messages that are like incredibly clear and that require zero translation and i'm realizing that as my triple air sign my skill is in thought and the way i receive divination is through translation. It's through dreams that are metaphoric that need to be worked through. It's through tarot cards that you're laying down images. And then through the help of the higher self and the divine, you're weaving and translating what the message is. My skill is just as a translator. And I remember writing that down years ago somewhere and then forgetting about it. And I think I'm just remembering that right now, that my particular way of connecting to divine intuition is through translating and synchronicities.
1: Ooh, I love that. I would love to hear about anybody, you know, what your, yeah. your way of translating or what your gift is. Cause I'm trying to think I have a way of doing that. I'm the scribe over here, which is very airy, but you know, I'm such a fiery earthy person. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, my gift there would be much, I think it's really through my analogies is the way in which you know, I give a real life example of something that everybody can, that person can relate to and like make it metaphoric. And that is the way in which the message is received. Like that's my version Mm -hmm. of translating because Sagittarius is so storytelling. And then Capricorn is so practical, goal oriented, you know, I'm so fire earth about it. And I love that thinking of that as an actual divination gift as opposed to just something I do. I love that idea.
0: Yeah, because I think like we all think, I think that's the thing about magic and divination. We all think that it's this divine thing that only some have access to, you know, and if you are like me, completely obsessed with practical magic, you will know that there's a little witch in all of us. And that's, (laughs) the. (laughs) sorry, had to do it, had to do it. Um, in fact, I'm really now realizing that we just need a pot, an episode that's just on practical magic analysis. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, but it really is true. We all have, it. it's not like some people are chosen and others aren't chosen. We all have potential to connect in ways, but the thing that people that, that, that holds people down is that they don't realize that everybody is different. They think mm-hmm. that if someone said that they hear a voice in the ear or someone is seeing signs or someone is seeing dead people or someone is reading tarot cards and that's how they're doing it. Well, then I don't do that, you know, but what have we learned about humanity and diversity? There is, you know, brilliance and we should celebrate that. And the more that you understand that, the more you understand that your gift has to be discovered by you, not anybody else.
1: Well that's me hardcore. I always thought that, well I can't do that. I don't do that for, you know, the way in which like people are like I saw this thing, I felt this, I blah blah blah. And I don't I don't see anything. I don't I don't necessarily feel a lot of things. It's I've got that knowing, you know. I've got that just it's really just a knowing. And then I have my, my way of doing it, even as tarot readers, you know, you and I are both tarot readers and we are similar in many ways because you and I are similar in many ways, but, (laughs) but I mean, as far as tarot readers goes, I love getting a tarot reading from somebody who like, and does it completely differently from me to see how, how differently, you know, I'm the type, even between the two of us, I am the type of person who I shuffle, until a card flies out of the deck you shuffle until it feels right to stop right am i correct and then you yeah and and then i've been to a reading before where uh you know the the reader shuffled and then fanned them out and then asked me to pick seven cards you know and then there's some people who just rearrange them all and mush them all in front of them and then just feel over the top of them and you know there's so or you know a, a method okay we shuffle we split it into three and then we pull it, you know, there's just so many different ways of doing the same thing and that's in one category. So imagine all the different categories out there and,
0: and there's
1: so many possibilities and, and what, what a great time to bring it back to this moment where we are right now, if you're listening to this in a timely fashion, what a great moment to take advantage of this very thin veil energy through this Scorpio season, through, you know, this, you know, quieting of the end of the year, because you can hear a lot better when there's not as much noise.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think also, you know, Sierra and I talk a lot about astrology. We talk a lot about tarot. And on this episode, we also wanted to kind of talk about some of the other ways that we are listening. Because we actually are starting to help you guys out of the broom closet, we are also what a halloween thing right helping you I out know. of the bruise. if I you know. want to like get more in touch with your divine person um and your skills it's like realize that there are so many ways and we're just going to talk about a few of the ways that we do this that we don't actually usually or that we're like it's just like not a not maybe a more not as well known traditional method, right? traditional method of divination so um you know um sierra do you want to talk about what you were telling me earlier
1: Yeah, and like as far as traditional, I would say you know we know about tarot, we know about oracle, we know about we've talked about it like even tea leaf reading. It's not as common as tarot and oracle, but definitely on the scope pendulum a little bit less common than that, but still common. Still common. (laughs) I've been taking advantage of the the technology in which we live in. My most recent Uh, forms of divination, which I know speaking to your Aquarius soul, but like (laughs)
0: I was like yes, yes.
1: My most recent forms of divination, and this is just what works for me. And I realized I've always done this one. I have always done this one. I remember being like in early high school and doing this is through music, through lyric divination. And I will put my, at the time, iPod right now, Spotify on shuffle, and I will ask a question and I will say it's very easy to just hit next and hit next and hit next. I think it's the same for me. It's the same as when I'm really doing a tarot reading and I'm not just shuffling cards and pulling. It's like, I'm putting my intention into this question. I am focusing my energy, you know? I really do like sit with my phone and I'm like, okay, Spotify, this is my question. And I would like the next song to have some meaning in the lyrics for me. And then I hit next. And I cannot tell you- how insanely accurate of, you know, I was feeling big feels one time. And I was like, I just, I know how important it is for me to feel through things. And I know that's not my default. I just want a song that will help allow me to keep feeling through this so that I don't shut myself down like I normally do. And I hit the next song. It was a song I'd never heard of before. And the lyrics were almost like exactly what I had been going through. And I was like, I was in a state of shock. I'm like this. And so now whenever I need to feel that thing again, I go back to that song because now I have something to reference. And I don't know, I remember yeah. doing that. And like, like I said, like early high school, I had my iPod on and I would just like shuffle to the next song. And like, what's something that I need to know right now? You know, whatever that is.
0: But how cool is that? And I also, I noticed that less intentionally and more synchronistically where I'm thinking something and I'm in a supermarket and then the song comes on and I'm, you know, and you're like, whoa, that's really epically important and connected. And I also noticed that in a way where like, it happens to me a lot where it's more of a synchronistic thing, maybe less about meaning and more a sign that you're going in the right way where I'll say something in a conversation and I hear exactly the same word being said in a song at the same time. That happens mm. a lot to me. Oh, yeah. And yes. it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like you've just yes. said like something, you know, and then you hear that word exactly then and it's like, whoa, weird, you know? But that's like a good ching-ching, like you're on the right path. Yes. Similar to seeing an angel number or, a, you know. Um, yeah. And that's such a beautiful way of divining and it's linguistic and it's musical and, you know, and it's not that dissimilar to um, bibliomancy, in a way, yes. which for those of you who don't know is like opening a book to any page and then um, reading the sentence for divination, like reading yes. what you land on, right? Um, yes. I kind of want to do it right now. Um, I kind of want to do it right now too. Can I do it? Can I do it? Yes. There's a book in front of me that my friend lent me. Should I just do it? Yes. What's, ask what's, me a uh, question.
1: Well, it be how about... That could be silly. Well, I think that since it is the veil is very thin and spooky season Mm. right now, I would love to know what message, um, you know, all of the listeners need to focus on for this new moon manifesting energy.
0: Okay. So what I'm going to do is just say, to begin with, um, you know, you can't practice witchcraft when you're turning your nose down at it. That's a practical magic quote. And when you're going to do this stuff, always come at it with a, with a bit of not seriousness, but intention it doesn't have to be reverence, intention, but it has yeah. to be intention. Um, it can be playful, but you need to be on. So I'm going to take a second when you ask that question and I'm going to just focus my energy. I have this book here. Okay, guys. It, <laughs> what a sense of humor. It says, I managed to convince her I'd seen a spirit and was chasing it. And she, and then she insisted on getting everyone up and searching the entire grounds. So I couldn't go through and I didn't have any idea what had happened. So what? I guess it's about chasing a spirit, which is just <gasps> funny because it's...
1: What book did you it use? Just,
0: it's not a spiritual book at all. It's called To Say Nothing of the Dog.
1: Oh, my God. And it's talking about chasing a spirit.
0: And it's talking about chasing a spirit. and <laughs> managed to convince her that I'd seen a spirit and was chasing it.
1: I think what I got from that, that's amazing. I got from that is that I think there's a lot of people like coming out of the broom closet theme that are afraid to say something are you know, not wanting to share all of these interests because they do seem like I'll tell you during spooky season is the time when people are the most open to it, in my opinion, because I agree, you know, it's because they are probably people who are not traditionally into this magical mystical. They've had things happen you know, that they just, Everyone. you know, explain away. And then, so I think that I managed to convince her makes me feel like, you know, share the thing. Share the Yeah, I saw the thing. ghost
0: and I ran, yeah, and, and yeah. I managed to convince her. I managed yeah. to convince her that I'd seen a spirit and was chasing it. It's also like connecting to spirit. I'd managed yeah. to convince someone that I connected through to the other side you know, and your question was about, you know, what do we need to, what message do we need to hear right now? And I love that. We really got, thank you.
1: Thank you, Connie. I want you to do one because when we started talking about bibliomancy, I immediately, the book, A Year of Mystical Thinking by Emma Howard, like just came. So I grabbed it off my shelf, but like, I know I want to use this book. What, um, what should we ask?
0: Okay. So I'm thinking something about like standing in my power is coming to my mind. So it's kind of like, You know, which, which is which it's like, um, how give, give us some inspiration, give us some inspiration to help us to understand how to best stand in our power Mm. when it comes to connecting to divine. Oh,
1: I love that. Okay.
0: And I actually feel like I need that right now, to be honest.
1: Inspiration for stepping into our power when it comes to the divine.
0: To connecting, connecting to the divine. Yeah. Connecting to the divine.
1: Free writing is another great way to tap into the outer reaches of your mind.
0: (laughs) It's like Sierra's (laughs) skill right there.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Which Which is also like, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, free writing is just kind of getting the pen or the pencil and the paper and just stream of consciousness, right? Just letting it flow, letting it all flow through you. What comes onto the page, right?
1: Wow. Yes. And I'm going to I'm going to read the rest of this little paragraph because it it just it's literally i pointed right to the beginning of a paragraph about free writing so free writing is another great way to tap into the outer reaches of your mind it can take a while to get the knack of this practice but the basic premise is that once you're in a relaxed state in which you've tapped into your subconscious mind after a meditation for example you spend some time writing down whatever flows out through your pen no overthinking no careful spelling no concerns about punctuation or grammar just see what your subconscious comes up with start with the beginnings of. sentence such as my spirit guides would like to tell me and see what comes out so oh my
0: god and you know that that is so beautiful and you know if you reduce that message to not just free writing and take the takeaways of like the energy of it it also tells you to relax to not overthink it like this is already part of you right and my question was how do I stand in my power don't compare and contrast relax you know don't overthink It's not about having to achieve something. It's about tapping into something that is innate within you.
1: And letting it flow through without being like, does that make yeah. sense to say? Because if, what Stefan mentioned earlier too, we were talking about past lives. We, I was sharing about like how I realized how I knew somebody in a past life. And I was about to say... They are my protector. They were like my bodyguard. And right before that, Stefan's got going in his head, bodyguard, bodyguard, bodyguard. This doesn't bodyguard, seem relevant. It doesn't bodyguard, seem bodyguard, relevant. Bodyguard.
0: And I was like, it doesn't seem relevant. And then when you said, and literally before you said bodyguard, you said protector. I was like, bodyguard, because yeah. it was just like there. And you were like, oh my God. But actually yeah. that's right. It's like letting it flow because we get in the way of our a human gets in the way in so many of my tarot readings. I wished in the past that I could be more connected to my psychic self, that I would get what other people got. And in so many readings, I have images that come to me or thoughts that come to me or sentences that come to me or an image that comes to me that I don't bring forward because I don't want to look stupid or I don't want it to be irrelevant, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the fear is leading. But in so many examples, countless examples, I've now trusted to bring it forward. And the person is like, oh, you know, yes. and they're like, oh, I can't believe you said that specific thing. I can't believe you just said that. That's yes. exactly it. And the yes. thing is, I was like, great, because I, I didn't have any knowledge. I wasn't able to tell you, well, I'm seeing this because this is relevant to you in this way. But the thing is, that's not maybe my gift, but as yeah. a translator, I was receiving a message and then some, And I just, in that moment, I just had to give it and yeah. let them do the work because it me. you know, that's the thing. It's yeah. We don't need to understand. We need to flow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we need from to let it, like, slope. in order to, yeah, step in your power, you need to, I think that comes from a place of trust, too, you know? If you trust oh. that the message is is coming through and genuine, then you're so much less afraid to give it, because you have a sense of trust there, and that is standing in your power.
0: And you also aren't afraid to be wrong. Yeah. And if the person says that doesn't mean anything to me, you say, okay. And I've been to Psychic... To a psychic before where he's given me, um, everyone has, well, not everyone, but a lot of people experience this with psychics where they'll hear information that doesn't in the moment seem relevant. And then like a week or so later seems like completely relevant and super specific where you're like, I just can't believe that I heard that thing because, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I got, I was given the groundwork, you know, and Mm -hmm. That happens with synchronicity sometimes. It's like your snake thing. You were like, oh, I'm seeing these snakes. And maybe that's a thing that's circling, you know, but then it's like hits you over the head. Um, And I think that that's like just paying attention and listening. And I mean, how cool is that? But like another way that Sierra had said that she was, um, it's very similar to your music one was her, again, very Aquarian um, use of Pinterest as divination.
1: I know. She's using the algorithm. again, scribe in me is strong. Like I, <laughs> cause it's always quotes, it's music quotes, it's, you know, quote quotes. And I, I pin a lot of quotes on Pinterest. So I think, you know, we, we tried this with Stefan and since he doesn't, he just searched quotes on Pinterest, you know, and it was whatever the first one came up, but I, I have a lot of quotes that come up on Pinterest. So I just, ref- I, I focus in, I ask a question and I refresh my homepage page. And then the first quote that pops up is the answer to it. And I also love that the that you hadn't had a lot of quotes on your page because I also think that a lot of my quotes become similar because of the algorithm. So I think that that's a great reminder that I could just go to quotes and ask yeah.
0: for a quote. Just say, I literally way. typed in quotes. And the funny thing is, I, when Sierra was telling me about this earlier, I went onto my Pinterest excited to do this, but I use Pinterest as a work tool. So my Pinterest is very catered to like the kind of things I look up for work and design. So I was like, oh, well, this is not helpful. (laughs) This is like actually very triggering. I'm like, I don't need to see another one of these pictures. Um, (laughs) but, but then, but then I put in quotes and like the first quote that came out was great. And, and, you know, um, I just had this memory. I don't know how this is related, but it came to my head, trusting it. My teacher in in school, in my grad program, she would actually say, there's a power in throwing, there's a power in letting something come out to you like that. Because if you're going to go on Google and search for specific things, right? If I'm like, I'm looking for inspiration for, you know, X, then you get a very shallow pool of things you see, right? But she would say, just go to the library, go to the photography section, pick a book, open the book and look at the photos. You're not searching. You're not refining. She was like, throw yourself into a bigger pool of inspiration and don't refine yourself. Because when you refine yourself, you're going to find kind of what you're expecting. She's like, but if you just go into a section, take a book, open it and see a photo of a woman on a couch with a cigarette it's going to start to make you feel a certain way and it's going to make your mind tick, tick, tick. It's going to lead you down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Pinterest rabbit hole is really good for, you know, suggested for, you know, like this, like this, you go down that rabbit hole. And what's wonderful about that is you end up finding the unexpected and being inspired by the unexpected. And that's kind of the thing about your Pinterest thing is yes, even though there's an algorithm, if you do kind of put in a large pool of stuff and just kind of let see what comes up, um, yeah, it's a brilliant way of taking your own um, agency to edit out of the equation.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Which is powerful. And and it also is in a way, I think, when I get really into asking cards for things, you know, and yes. there is an element of interpretation that, like you said, translation that will always come up. As somebody, I'm such a word person And getting that just quote and sitting with that quote and journaling about that quote, that has been really helpful for me. And it's been really wildly on point with so many things and also bringing clarity for so many things. And yeah, it has been the inspiration for some major revelations that I've been having recently is just a quote. And it's like, what does that make me think of? oh my god you know there's been Mm -hmm. those moments recently so those are so un like such untraditional ways of divination but whatever yours is You know, whatever your vibe is, I'm a, I'm a song lyric and Pinterest person. I am regularly using (laughs) Spotify and Pinterest in my everyday. And so it's very easy for me to just, you know, translate that to divination. What are you using in your everyday? And maybe it's something like, um, you know, uh, numbers, like maybe you're constantly you know, using numbers and then you start looking into the angel number of it, you know, or you just decide, I think, I think the intention behind whatever you're doing is for me, this is helpful for, you know, I, I will like when I'm doing bibliomancy. I'm like, okay, it's going to be the first line of a new paragraph. That's how I'm going to find out what my quote is, because sometimes I get really freaked out about about you know uh where is my finger going to go or whatever and i just am like you're opening the page you've decided it's on the left side and it's going to be the first line of the first new paragraph you know like right, you right. can put parameters into place like it, you know say you're <laughs> you're working in a mathematician type like what, you're seeing numbers all day how do you decide you know you say like okay the the third case that i'm doing today it's going to be the first number that shows up and i'm going to look up the meaning of that you know like you can give yeah. yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. parameters To do those type of divination.
0: And I think we all do. And I think that's the thing is like, there's that, I mean, that's so Capricorn too, but I love that. And I feel like there is this ability to do that. And we do it with everything. We do it with, I do it with cards. We all have these ways to kind of humanize what we're doing because you do need structure and you do need flexibility. And I think, you know, you're wordy. I'm also really wordy. Yeah. And one of my newer forms of divination is really creeps me out is, um, like thinking of words, This sounds kind of psychotic and probably need to be medicated, but, um, see that is not the right energy here, but I will come up with like words in my head or just like, it just like, there's like words that come to me or phrases that come to me in other languages, quite honestly, not English ever because English would be too, like I'm making it up, you know? And then I Google, I use Google translate as a tool all the time. And I put in this phrase that I'm kind of, and my mind plays around with sounds. I'm like, oh, That's it's wild. this or it's that. And then I like put it in and I'll be like, oh, okay. There's actually, this actually means something in Latin or in Arabic or in lately. Latin has been happening quite a bit more. Um, my wild. general is, <laughs> is that crazy? It <laughs> is crazy, but lean into it. But it's like, but I lean into it and and sometimes it doesn't work. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not like, and sometimes it needs a little refining where I'll be like, um, like, you know, I'll be like, oh, that, that, like that needs something, you know? And it's like, what do you, what do you do? Like, and I'm going to try and do it right now for y'all. But um, it's, it's just hard when you're like, I don't know. The fear could shut this process down is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so that actually, whatever I just wrote, translated to 20 batons. So yeah. I don't know what that is. Ooh. That's like the 20 of wands.
1: Yeah, the 20 <laughs> of Italian. wands.
0: In Italian, 20 baton was the, came in my mind.
1: <gasps> that's so interesting.
0: And so it's like, sometimes it means nothing. I don't know what that bloody means, but um, it's a it's a way for me to work with my mind. And I think that's the thing is like, It's kind of like the coloring in book or the training wheels. It's like, sometimes you just do it to let it flow, to see what happens, to be playful with your gift, be playful with your gift. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be a massive revelation. It's training. It's like when I studied drawing and my very sassy drawing teacher said, don't try and do a good drawing because you won't. He said, this class isn't about that. This class is about doing 2000 bad drawings. So you can get to the good drawing. Like this is just about, Uh. and I don't care. He said, I don't care if you, I'm not here to be impressed by your drawings. Don't try and impress me. He said, Rembrandt impresses me. You don't. So don't try. I am not going to be impressed by what you do. And I'm not here to be impressed by what you do. I'm here to teach you how to draw. And so you have 2000 bad drawings to get out of your system. Like get going you know? And I think that's the skill of not being the perfectionist of being like, it's okay to just play around with these skills, to look at the cards, to talk about tarot cards, to look at tea leaves, to, to, to broaden your mind about what things are to, to use your, you know, gifts as a scribe or as a free writing. And you can't just get to the end at the beginning, you know, you need to do the work.
1: I really like the idea of don't try to impress because that seems like great energy to take advantage of with a thin veil is, you know, in this like kind of hibernation period that we're entering because there's, it's, if you think about it literally too, like you're probably seeing less people, you know, this is a much more inward time, very hermit energy, but you know, you're not trying to impress people. You're just, just listen, write it down. You know, like I I had like a random I think I had a random just it was a year or so ago. I was getting ready to see a friend who happened to be in Paris and I just got like this mega thing of like Burger King in my head. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then what? I was like, whatever. And then I was like, no, like I'm going to make a note of it because that was really random that Burger King just came into my head. And so let's just like write that down to my phone. And then I completely forgot that I did that. I saw her and she was a teacher who was on a trip with her students. And she was like, basically, long story short, by the end of it, the only place left open for us to eat was Burger King. So the kids had to eat Burger King that night. Yeah. Yeah. And this was right when I started, you know, um, listening to all of the signs that were telling me to go to Egypt. It was, I hadn't gone yet. And and so I started listening and that was one that that's something that makes no sense. And honestly, would my life had changed if I hadn't written down Burger King and she hadn't talked about Burger King? No, but it was just such a nice like, wow, I had a random thought and that random thought came up today in the same way that you mentioned. You hear the same song lyric at the moment that you're speaking that word. It's just a synchronicity yes. that is like being like, ding, ding, you're on the right track. Keep going.
0: Was that in Paris? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it makes me laugh because the only Burger King I ever remember in Paris is the one at the station Saint-Lazare.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: By the There's, right now. There's like a Burger so, King yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was and like when it. I was there, I relate that to that. Isn't that so funny? Um, that but funny. but actually what I've said is important because the world is just images for everyone. Sounds images we we are seeing this reality through what we hear what we taste what we smell what we sense it's all senses we have our physical senses right here on this planet we have all these things available to us you know and part of that experience is your experience nobody sees the world like you do nobody has exact same references yes we have these jungian collective ideals but my reference for Burger King is going to be different to Sierra's reference for Burger King. And yeah. my experience of that will be different. And all of that colors your intuition because that's the pool of physical stuff that you are pulling from. Yeah. So you have yeah. to just kind of go with it. You can't try and be like, well, somebody else's reference for Burger King is this, unless that enters into your knowledge you know it's like you just need to trust your own experience that's that's so important and empowering i think um yeah, tr- but yeah so the things. pinterest that is wild yeah. i love your i love your pinterest divination i yeah. just love
1: i also i love it too and i love the accessibility it just makes you realize how while everything that we're always talking about is genuinely so freaking super magical and amazing it's also can become so mundane in a beautiful way. You know, I pick cards every day. Yes. It used to be such a, oh my God, oh my God, tarot. You know, and now I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I've got so many tarot decks. I literally always have a tarot deck with me. I'm always playing tarot. But it's, you know, the the idea that, you can have easy access to a form of divination. I remember our teacher, (laughs) Sheila, uh, she was telling us when, I don't know if you were in class with this, but I remember her saying one time that she did like divination with sugar packets at a restaurant because she was like, I'm I'm a channel, I'm a vessel for spirit. I'm going to get the message no matter what, but these people want to look at something. So I will decide that the pink sugar packets mean this and the white sugar packets mean this and we'll do something with it. You know, it was just like, and you don't need to have the traditional methods. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have the traditional divination method. What is, what is really easily accessible to you? And what do you look to? I have all, like I said before, I've always looked to lyrics. I've always looked to messages and quotes. I love quotes so much. And. You know, so that just recently I realized I've been using it as divination. Then I started intentionally using it as divination. And yeah, so see what's accessible to you. Because right now I think it'll become more obvious than ever because we're just hearing more than we normally do.
0: Yeah. And I also think that the thing is it takes someone who has great, um, to Sierra's earlier point, great confidence in themselves and great trust in themselves to use the sugar packets to divine a message. Because they know that they are the vessel and they know that they're going to get the message, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And for many of you, that may seem overwhelming. And that's why Tarot and all these other great places are amazing training wheels. Because in a similar way to me saying just be playful with it, it is what will open you up to the the process. Because everything is, is, you know, it is. Everything is just a tool
1: it's going to open you up to the process. And I'm somebody who needs rules and parameters when I'm learning something. And so that's why, yeah. And so that's why I want to like put out there in the rules and parameters of me doing my bibliomancy, like you can set that up for yourself, like get creative, but you can put hard and fast rules. Like you can say, all right, pink sugar packet means yes. You know, white sugar packet means no. And um, and I'm going to ask them yes or no questions and or whatever like yellow means maybe whatever the thing is and you've just yeah, made yeah. your own you know magic eight ball with sugar packets and, yeah 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 and yes you, <laughs> you can you can put your own parameters and like I always look to the top left quote that comes up for Pinterest but my brain has like made a secondary rule of if the top left one is not a quote you look to the top right one. Like that's the order in which my brain goes in. You look to the top right one before you look to the bottom left one. Like that's, you know, my my brain has these little rules and parameters that I look to. And, you know, because it is like, it is technology. It's not going to show a quote in the top left every time I do it. But that's my little rules and parameters that I use for that. Or, um, I love yeah. that. Well, and yeah,
0: it's like, it's a structure. And you know what? And other times, you know, we get signs. Here's the other thing. We get signs when we're not expecting them, like dreaming, right? We have, we're asleep. We're literally unconscious and we wake up and we're like, whoa, what was all of that? Um, That you should pay attention to as well. And when you open yourself up to that kind of openness, that even the things I wasn't anticipating can be something to look into. It's less like the magic eight ball experience when you're going and seeking it out it's like just being open to everything, being a message. Dream's a good example because you are unconscious. Then you wake up, you have this package of stuff. You can choose yeah. to ignore it or you can choose to look into it. And sometimes a dream is ridiculously obvious because it's like, I'm actually doing the thing. Sometimes it's a metaphor that's so clear, but other times it requires a little bit of interpretation. Write it down, you know, sit yeah. with it, explore it. And I have friends too that are like not great at that. And when they tell me their dreams, I'm like, are you kidding me with this shit? Like, really? <laughs> you, you, you don't, you're not, you're not seeing, Oh, okay. Well, mm, all right. Well, well, we'll just leave you with that one. But it's like, for me, that's a very obvious thing. And it's like everything else when you're outside of the situation, you see clearer, but, yeah. but I think that is out in the world, just general synchronicities. Like the world around you speaks to you all the time. Yeah. And I think Sarah and I are both firm believers in that.
1: Yes. And I just pulled the card for how can people listening, uh, tap into or pay attention to their types of their personal types of divination. And I love this Mm -hmm. because I got the queen of cups. I got the queen of cups. So it's like, you need to, you need to feel through it, which is perfect for this time of year. You need to also, she's staring down this cup. It's like, you can't, practice it or notice it unless you're looking to do so you know it's you will awareness. feel the and awareness yes and intentionality because it's not the page of cups it is the queen of cups she's staring it down but she's then is putting intention towards it it's more than just saying i have a cup in my hand it's like wow let me talk about this cup let me use this cup let me figure out a way to get information from this cup and so yes yeah
0: no and as an as a queen she has agency and power yeah yeah. And she trusts yeah. her own power and she trusts her own agency and she trusts that she can grow an idea yeah, and an emotion. She trusts that if I look at that cup, that something will come from it and I can, and I can get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Yes. You know? And it's
1: with, it is a queen like of confidence. That confidence is there too, because it's like, what are you going to say to me? I'm a queen. Come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's true, you know, and the queens actually so fabulous in the in the deck. There is this um when you think about all of the queens. Um they are all so fabulous actually. They all have this real um agency to them. I mean, so do the kings, but the queens are very I don't know, there's like a real excitement with the queens. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I really enjoy the queens. I think that the Kings have a bit of a more practical side sometimes, you know, some, yeah. I don't know if that's fair to say, but the Queens are more fun. That's what I'm trying to say. They're just I more fun.
1: The Queens don't always have the spotlight on them. So they get to be a little bit more do what they want. Whereas everybody's looking at the King.
0: Yeah, that's true. In the tarot, that's true. And uh, yeah. and the And the Queens have more personality, honestly. Yeah. You know, yeah. They get, they get like, yeah, more, they do have more personality, no surprises, but yeah. So I feel like this is like, really just like you do your way and your way might not be anything we've even spoken about. You might be someone that looks into like water and the way that, you know, the water flows or, you know, there could be a million different things that you do. It could be through meditation. It could be through a million, I can't even think of any more examples, but Ruins. it could be
1: through it could be through nature too, you know, if you're someone who like goes on a walk every day and you pass by a certain thing that's like, oh is the you know the person who always like walks along this place wearing an orange scarf or a blue scarf today you know like you could it it could uh. be so many different I mean that's a little bit power out of control there, but I don't know, you know it could be so many different you know uh just parts of nature. I'm thinking like birds or feathers or a- mm. asking for signs again when we come back to that signs and synchronicities, you know. Maybe you can just, if you're unsure, take that queen agency and be like, I would like to develop my divination and I would like to be presented with a great way that will be really, this. yeah, to it will be great for me to connect to personally on that, you know, like ask for it, decide it, ask for it, declare it.
0: You do. Oh, my God. Yes, that's power. You need to ask. Yeah. And you need to declare. And I think it's important to look back to in those moments and understand that you've received, because I think that's what we're very bad at. We don't often check off the box that like, Oh, I actually got what I asked for. Yes. You know, like how many conversations in the past did we have about troubles with tarot and <clears throat> confidence and not being able yeah. to see images. And, you know, we had all these things. And then later you're like, well, actually, none of that is even relevant anymore to me.
1: Yes. And that's like, the- I don't even
0: worry about that anymore.
1: That's the really big important part of it brings it back to gratitude and it brings it back to awareness and it it kind of brings it back to refueling because we are always, I mean, I've just got so much Capricorn going on, but many of us are often <laughs> always seeking the next goal. And it's like you, if I look back at what I wanted a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And what I've accomplished from that, it's like I've got so many goals and things and places I want to be and what I want to be able to achieve and what I want to be doing. Then it's like, wow, are you kidding me? I have achieved so much. If three years ago Sierra found out what present Sierra is doing, you kidding me? That's like,
0: like what?
1: What? Like blown the fuck away. So, and the
0: reason you need to do that is because you need to realize that present day Sierra has the um the reason that that's an important task is so that you believe you can for the future. Yes. You know, because that yes. past one may have been like, uh, you know, and now you want to be, you want to be thinking, okay, this is amazing. But in three years time, who the fuck knows what I'll be doing? And I believe I'll be, I can't.
1: I got like chills when you said that. I was yeah. thinking back on my own personal journey with, because I do, I I know that this isn't the normal, <laughs> this isn't the norm, but because I was spellbound, I was blocked. And I, a year ago from today, I had not been to Egypt. I was not channeling, you know, I was not scribing. I was not connecting to everything in the way that I am right now. And I had this revelation of, I just finished my seventh journal of the past, like since I've got back from Egypt and I'm just always writing these messages. I'm always, I, it's made me journal more, like personally, it's helped me get messages more for people in my life. And I was like, that's something that a year ago, Sierra, like- Wait, from have today? Me- like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a year ago today, oh. but I'm saying a year ago today- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I still had never been to Egypt and had never had, had never done experiences it. Yeah, experiences yeah. that were oh, life-changing yeah. to me. And and I genuinely had a life-changing experience, but that's not to say that your quote-unquote mundane everyday life can't bring you amazingly transformative. You don't have to go to Egypt to have an amazing transformation. What you have to do is have the intention of having an intense transformation.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And to being open to that and open to the signs. Absolutely.
1: And, and open to changing your environment because, okay. And you're, open
0: to changing yourself.
1: If you are like sitting in this, you know, whether it be in Scorpio season or another time, if you're sitting in transformative energy, it's it's that shedding. It's the snake shedding. The snake cannot survive without shedding its skin because it has grown. You know, your whole uh, the trees they're intentionally letting go of the leaves because they need that to transform. If you are seeking something like a big transformation, divination. Oh my gosh, like <laughs> a bird just flew into my view as I'm saying this. I'm like, I'm gonna look up the meaning of that once we finish. But if you <laughs> if you you know are wanting that you do have to transform. You might have to change your environment. You might have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. It is not comfortable for a caterpillar to turn into a butterfly. It's not comfortable, you know, when that snake is in that moment of, I'm too like small for the skin, you know? And then when you change the circumstances, when you intend for something to be different, that's when
0: surrender the it, real yeah. power
1: happens. Yeah.
0: And you surrender to the change and chaos i mean growth is is change yes from a seed bursting through the soil to a you know everything it requires movement it requires action you know
1: okay so the bird that just flew into my view and i like looked out the window and a bird just flew right there it was a magpie and i just looked up the you know the what a magpie means and magpies are extremely intelligent birds steeped in folklore and fairy tale and many consider them an omen of luck so wow, voila there we go we just got an omen of luck in the middle of me saying how putting yourself in new circumstances slightly challenging circumstances we just got an omen of luck so i think we need to add a big caveat there is that you need to expect and believe that it's going to go well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, oh, yes. And to take the risk. Do you know, it's so funny that you just said that because you just hit up something with me. I, on the plane, was getting bored about just being on the plane. And I was like, I'm going to use my digital tarot deck because, you know, I can do that. And I was doing a little reading on the plane. And it was about when I get back to New York, What energy do I need to embrace? And sometimes this is the thing that Sierra's talking about with structure. Sometimes you just have to go with what feels right when the cards come out. And I picked three cards because it doesn't give me much choice. And it was the four of cups, which is literally a different choice, a different experience, something you're not expecting, putting yourself in an unexpected, you know, environment. And it was the middle. And what was wedged between it was the five of wands, conflict, change, chance you know and the hanged man and i really saw that as the liberation right the middle card the liberation from conflict but also the need to maybe make a different choice and the hanged man which is kind of being stuck and seeing the world from a different perspective being the four of cups which is like and i remember saying to myself newness is key when you get back if you have an idea do it if it's something you hadn't explored before do it if you want to jot down some ideas about an oracle deck, do it. You gotta follow Newness that.
1: Newness is key. Newness is key. That that fourth of the four of cups, the fourth cup coming in, and when your mind's not open to it, you don't see it. You don't see it. And so you don't see how you could possibly solve a conflict with a conversation in a different way you don't possibly see how you can get yourself unstuck from this place that you've been feeling stuck in but when you open your mind to a new perspective when you see when you allow your peripheral vision to open to you know a degree that allows you to see that fourth cup coming in that's kind of that key that unlocks the hangman that's turning that five into a conversation instead of a conflict
0: yeah cooperation yeah and into yeah. action, a path towards change. And it was funny because bored little me sitting on the plane was like, why don't we just like move ahead in divination and see what's good for the next moment? Um, but it was enough, you know, then just stop. That's the thing too. Don't keep searching. It's like you got a good answer, stop. And I was like, you know, I can actually take a lot from that about the energy yeah. of what I need to embrace when I get back. Because yeah. it's not about doing what I usually do, it's about embracing the newness and it doesn't have to be in big ways guys it can be in tiny little ways you know it can be in little shifts baby step shifts
1: it's the intention behind it and so use this you know really beautiful energy that's happening right now it's a really big time to turn inward might as well take advantage of all the, I mean, the, the vastness that is you as a person, you know, take advantage and, and explore that. And also don't be afraid of any changes that are happening. Expect that good omen of luck, you know, to come in and know that you're growing through it and growing pains, you know, are painful, but you, but the man, what a phrase is my, my favorite, one of my favorite phrases is nothing changes if nothing changes. So nothing
0: changes if nothing changes. Oh, you need to be the magician. And the thing is, honestly, I mean, this is a good example of synchronicity, which some of my friends get so sick of me because I'm like, you know, telling everyone about synchronicity all the time. I was in Europe just now and our, our team was divided into two of us were on the train, two of us were on the plane. And they got their first. We were in Krakow. They went to a bar. They were like, you know, loving life and teasing us because they were already there. They're drinking and having a good time. The bar that they chose was called Alchemia, which means alchemy. And I was already like, we are already here. Um, and then we were in the car, me and my friend talking about life. And my friend said, you know, this trip for me has been such, I just feel like I'm embracing the energy of the magician. I just really feel like I'm embracing the energy of the magician. And we're talking about that. Then we get a text from the two that are at Alchemy and they send us, I shit you not. A big photo, a painting wall that said, you got it, that said the magician. And I was like, what? And the crazy thing was before I literally said, because they had sent the magician sign And I was like, and before they had sent the magician sign, we had been talking about synchronicity out the wazoo and signs out the wazoo. And then they sent the sign and I was like, you don't even know what you've just done. You don't even know. And I said said to my friend about my other friend, who's great and believes in this stuff, but also just likes to knock me down. And I said, you know, he's rolling his eyes so hard right now. You know, he's rolling his eyes <laughs> so hard right now. Like, there goes Stefan again. But I was like, but really, though, of all the tarot cards, of all the things they're talking about, we just mentioned it, and then you send us a photo. I mean, what else do you need to tell you that you're where you're supposed to be? Exactly. You know, Ooh. and that's the beauty of these things, if you're open to them. Your friends, yeah. some of them may think you're insane, but you know what? That's great. Let them be close.
1: It's more fun that way. more fun that it's way. More fun, the-
0: And also just a thought that I had when you were talking about what you're talking about before, move towards inspiration. There is no change without change. You know, Sierra and I, when we met each other in our tarot class, it was because we decided to put ourselves in that environment. We decided for whatever reason, I am going to allow myself to be influenced by this environment. It was a conscious choice, you know. And I think that is what we need to do for ourselves. If you have friends who are witchy and and you're kind of, wow, I wish I had that, hang out with them. Yeah. Put yourself in in the environment that you want to be inspired by. And Sierra is giving me this energy that she is about to say something revolutionary. So I need to stop speaking and see what she has to say because something has happened.
1: Did you say move towards inspiration? I did. Because
0: Because
1: I I was just here, like, about to put my cards back in my little box. And I'm like, I'm going to pull one card for what do we need to know? And it's the Knight of Wands, and which is literally moving towards inspiration. inspiration. And there's pyramids in the back of this Knight of Wands. And so I just had this whole talk about Egypt going on a quest, having, like, a, you know, an intentional adventure and then moving towards inspiration night of wands are you kidding me so i feel like that's a great way to wrap it up you know move towards inspiration <laughs> and and also yes a night is moving moving towards inspiration it's movement but this is also a hibernation period you can move inward you can move mm. in different directions it doesn't have to be Going across the world doesn't have to be going across the town. You know, it can be reaching out to that online book club. What's up? Plugging myself at Magical Dot Book Club. (laughs) You know, like it could be reaching out to that community. It could be learning a little bit about tarot. It could be whatever the thing. Move towards it. Move towards inspiration. What's lighting you up? What's getting you excited? A journey is always more exciting. A journey and a change and a transformation is always, you know, uh, more. (laughs) I guess I just want to say maybe better when it is something that you're inspired by. Of course. So let's be inspired and take advantage of this thin veil of all of these energies going on, of the messages being sent to you. Like lean into that confidence that Knight of Wands also has a whole bunch of confidence that they're working with, you know, stand in your power and try some forms of divination that maybe you haven't tried before and let us know what they are because I'd love to know. We
0: want to know. Yeah, yeah. Also remember that inspiration literally is you seeing in something else, the potential for you to want that knowledge, right? Yes. You're like, oh, that thing is so, like, I want to have that. And I, that really excites me. And really it's like, it should be the highest form of green light when you're like, that's so inspiring. It's like, you want a piece of it. So if it's inspiring, Mm -hmm. you move towards it and it can be little steps. And, and, and when it comes to divination, as Sierra said, like you just put, you know, you just go for it, put yourself in those circles. If you have no knowledge, don't worry about it. Pick up a book and cozy up on the couch, literally type in a website, just, you know, um, and also be discerning, you know, when bullshit's bullshit, we're not asking you to, 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 to follow every single piece of information that comes your way. You need to be discerning, you know? And you know yeah. how to do that. You're smart, you know, so. And
1: and you're that queen of cups. Feel into it. See what feels right. Lean towards what feels right. Put some intention into it and enjoy the rest of the spooky season while it's yes. here.
0: Enjoy this thin veil and see if you can peek behind it.
1: Ooh, ooh. Oh. And on that note, <laughs> tea's run out.
0: Tea's so <laughs> run out.
1: <laughs> follow us over on instagram at mystic.gossip you can follow stefan at Tara light and you can follow me at magical.bookclub and we will spill some tea next time
0: all of the tea will be spilt bye, bye. <laughs>